Welcome to listeners and viewers, and welcome to another episode of Prima Nerd Podcast. My name is Nisa, and I'm joined, as always, by my brilliant co-host and cousin, Vela. Hello, everybody. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about season two of The Mandalorian. We already did one about season one, if you want to go back and check it out, where we discussed all of season one, with, um, and also the directors, the technology... What else? This, the, well, yeah, that's... Um, the, char- the characters, the, the, the plot, the... So you can go back and, yeah. check, it, and check out what we... A lot of things. Want to check out what we discussed about season one. So now we're going to talk about season two. This time we might, there really won't be a spoiler section. We might, there might be a lot of spoilers. So if you haven't already seen Mandalorian season two, be aware that there will be spoilers in this episode. A lot. So, so let's get started. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this I think the most um, important thing that I I I think about the season two mm-hmm. is that now we see a lot of connections with the the movies and the other characters of the Star Wars um, universe. <laughs> Um, yeah. So it's more into the timeline of the movies and the story and everything. Yeah, it's it's more, more it feels, than season one. Yeah, feels more like it belongs in the world than the first season. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, the first season was very much, I guess, setting up the world, setting up who these characters are. And in season two, it's more now we can actually have a story, or now we can actually move on with the with the plot um so what did you think of season two did you like it more than the set the first one Um, no i don't like more because i think it's as amazing as the first one was um i think there's more action maybe so it's more dynamic the 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 season two um i love the new characters i uh like bokatan and sakatano uh and we finally see um uh ah boba fett because everything everybody was um talking about boba fett since the first season because of the armor and yeah, and everything. People so people were wondering if this one, if, I guess at one point, if this was going to be about Boba Fett, I think there was one of yes. the discussions. So then, now we see him, mm-hmm. he makes part of the, the story and the season finale that was amazing. Yeah, but before that... And um, we see Jedis as well. Yeah, so Katana, we finally see, so, uh, yeah. I was really excited about... Um, well, first, I didn't know that Bo-Katan and Ahsoka Tano were going to be in the show when I first watched it because I wonder. I think it was leaked that um, Ahsoka Tano was going to be in it. it. wasn't It was supposed to be revealed when you watched the episode. So I thankfully avoided spoilers because, again, I was watching this um, after, like, after they had all these episodes had aired. So it was more like. I didn't watch any interviews, just stayed away from it, just so that way I didn't get any spoilers. Because as soon as you start watching something, if you don't watch the right um, date of it, you get spoilers. So I'm like, I'm just gonna yeah. wait until I'm caught up and then I'll go back and yeah. um, and figure it out. But, uh, and see interviews and whatnot. But um, I really like this season. Well, I like this season all but one episode. <laughs> To be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, I, 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 it was very. How can I say? I, I don't know. The I word. hated the episode because I hate spiders. So episode two was not fun for me. I hated yeah, the episode. But it made me nervous. Nervous? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it made, it, it, uh-uh. I was very, I hated the episode. I was, I'm terrified. I, I basically turned into Ron when it's from Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, when oh. it comes to spiders. I don't like spiders. So, um, 
I was I was anxious because of the spiders and also because baby Yoda don't stop to eat the eggs. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that that part. I mean, maybe the first time it happened, it was kind of like, okay, it can be a little funny. The, then yeah, continuously, but- I'm just like, it's not cute anymore. I know that you're supposed to be a baby, but after a while, you've been told no several times. The other part is, why the hell did he leave the baby with it anyway? Exactly. He was like very stupid about this because he knew he was eating the eggs and still let him walk around nope. the eggs without supervision yeah, so it's kind of like that parent, it's kind of like that parent who um is like aware that their kids does bad stuff but kind of keeps um, enabling them it's like exactly what he does it's like yeah that's what your child is doing is wrong why are you allowing him to do it exactly i hated also when he left the 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 um the baby with with the, the family and i'm like oh my god that poor family please don't eat the please don't eat the creatures please don't yeah. eat the babies yes <laughs> um well um i i, I was sure when um more in the end when they are running and the spiders are coming um, behind them. Mm-hmm. I was certain something will happen with the lady or with the eggs because the eggs was behind uh, his yeah, back. Yeah, so right. I was like, this spider will do stuff and will break the glass or something. I was sure about this. I didn't really watch all that much of the kind of turned into a five-year-old watching a horror movie of like wanting to hide under the blanket i just nope this it was not my thing no 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 me it, it was it was bad it was it's like literally as ron with this what fall the spiders fall the spiders why did we fall the butterflies i felt that way i'm like why why spiders why it's also like indiana jones with snakes i'm like no uh-huh. him in anything else why <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, terrible. So that's the episode that I think I had to also rewatched it before I rewatched this season before we did this episode. And that episode came out sorry. Yeah. Before we do our episode, I rewatched all of the epi- all all of season two. And that episode came on and I'm like, oh God, no, I'm not paying attention because I hate it. I don't like it. I don't like it. This is an appropriate time to say it. Um yeah. So I uh-uh. It was not my it was not my favorite episode i mean i understand that it yeah. kind of it's important to the plot because it brings him one step closer to meeting other mandalorian and getting to where he needs to go but did it and it's also not a bad episode no it's i just because i hate spiders i can't watch yeah. it because i don't like spiders it has nothing to do with the episode the episode itself like how it was written and everything like that it's great i don't like spiders and that giant one that grabs the ship oh my god <laughs> that one that one caused me a lot of anxiety, but I can't. So, wow. uh, but, then it, but out so, of 16 episodes, only one that I didn't like, that's that's saying a lot. That, that's the only episode, yeah. all of it so far, that I'm like, uh-uh, I don't like, I can't watch. <laughs> I can't episode. watch, but it's, it's, um, how can I say, angustiante? Um... <laughs> anxiety causes like um i don't know i don't know what the, i forgot i know what the word is i don't want that i can't my brain is yeah. is blanking on a translation well in portuguese anguish. Is the perfect it causes word. anguish right is that what would be right uh, i never i never heard this word in english so i will just believe in you <laughs> because it's well, si- well it's similar put it that way yeah, so for me, is the perfect word for this episode. Um, and so moving on, we have a lot of action and not uh, terrifying spiders or terrible feelings about the episodes. Yeah, the rest of them are great. I love the um, episode three, which was the heiress, which was also the, um, also the episode I hated was directed by Peyton Reed. Episode two, The Passenger. Um, not a bad episode. Just don't ever want to watch it again because spiders and me are not, are, don't. Mm-mm. 
Um, but the second, the third episode was directed by uh, Dallas ha- uh, da- Bryce Dallas Howard. She also directed um, Sanctuary in in season one, which was the episode where we're introduced to um, Cardoon. Um, and in this episode, we are introduced to the character of Bo-Katan. The fun thing about the character of Bo-Katan is that it was a character from, not only was it a character from Clone Wars, that we're finally seeing the first ever live action version of her, but the actress who plays her, Katie Sackhoff, was the voice of Bo-Katan in the cartoon. This is an animation. So that was pretty cool. And yeah. again, we also find that Mando gets, is super confused by every person he meets wearing an, a Mandalorian outfit that removes the helmet with such <laughs> casualty. <laughs> it's very funny. It's like, um, I think maybe his mind is like, am I am I a joke for you? <laughs> because really, well, every time, over and over again, well, oh, Mandalorian first, takes off the helmet. Well, the first time in episode one, the marshal, that was that was also the by the way the marshal was the first episode in all of the the series that was directed by John Favreau because he didn't direct any of season one he wrote all of season one but he didn't um, direct any of season one um, so you you first see the you first see him meet someone and you're like you're kind of excited because you see the armor and you recognize and it looks like Boba Fett we also see time the last time as far as I know he's dead so I'm confused. Um, so he, um, he, and then he takes off the helmet and you realize that it's not Boba Fett, it's, um, Cobb Van, Vanna, and, um, sorry, today and me and pronouncing things are just not working, but, um, I like the, so it's, and also I love his instinct is to want to kill them for not, for wearing the Mandalorian armor, which is a little um, yeah, it's, kind of, it's very... I, yeah. But I like the fact uh, that also bo explains to him that you are a child of the Watch. You are a sector... You are a group of religious zealots who broke away from Mandalore and wanted to go back to the ancient ways. I thought that was pretty cool to be explained. Because as far as... as all the times I've seen Mandalorians on, like, Clone Wars or Disney Rebels, they've taken off their helmet. Like, for example, um, John Favreau voices um, Free Vizsla, which is a person who had the dark saber before Bo, yeah, before Bo-Katan. And he, they don't, you don't see them wearing helmets. Like, you constantly don't see the Mandalorians wearing helmets all, all throughout those, yeah. those two shows. So, yeah. it's nice to have an explanation as to why he has to continue wearing it. It's like, um, <laughs> I don't remember them having to wear a helmet yeah so we have an explanation and yeah, yeah. I, I think it's part of... oh, sorry i think it's part of the development of the the character of the mandalorian because in this season he starts to to find his own values mm-hmm. uh and i think it's part of this like big part of this is this point of uh, what he believes and was um, raised by the Mandalorians that have very strict uh, rules and he finds out that there is other ways that is not wrong and he decided what yeah. is better for him yep. so it's real yeah, I think- very it's very important this no, this, this episode. Yeah, I think it also is going to be interesting to see how that evolution, now that he's met Mandalorian, and he knows that taking off the helmet doesn't necessarily mean you are now never allowed to put it back on, you are still a Mandalorian, how that changes his view of it, because he's now learning that he was raised and taught one way, but it's not the only way, right? Yeah. Uh This yeah. is the way, um, but this, but, but although they still yeah. they still use the phrase "this is the way" because she says it to him. This is the way. Um, uh, one of the episodes that he takes off the helmet, uh, the first the first one in this season, when he, they are on the um, yeah, it's uh, episode Empire six, Empire's, I believe. Yeah, the Empire place. 
base yeah one of the imperial bases yeah so is uh there he decides that it's more important to get the kid and protect the kid than to to follow the rules about the helmet yes so uh, it's very yeah. it, it's amazing because i thought he they uh, mandalorian and um the guy i forgot the name uh Man mayfield mayfield yeah uh i Sorry, thought they would eight. come it's, out it's actually episode seven i thought it was episode six it's episode um seven the believer i was wrong <laughs> i thought they would come up with a plan without taking off the helmet yeah that was that was the intention behind it when he he realized that he could dress up as a stormtrooper and have the helmet on and then no but there and uh, when they realized that oh Mayfield can go there so I, I, I thought they would come up with other plans no, I didn't I, I didn't thought he would really take off the helmet there I thought he would because it it makes the most sense like it's the, the machine can only scan a human face Mayfield can't do it because it's a risk he's the only one that can also, no one knows who he is. Um, also, there is something wrong in, with this, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I thought that, that because, was... Because, um, like, in real life, when you go somewhere and you have to put the finger, the finger, how would say, the... Fingerprint? The thing, fingerprint. And you have to put the fingerprint. The fingerprint has to be in some database mm -hmm. to match and he wasn't in the database of like as a stormtrooper so he's not on any they... database because his face is not really, <laughs> has no is completely <laughs> unknown which i was something i was going to comment it makes no sense how he um how he how that works but it's the same thing as a question mm -hmm. that mayfield puts to him so he goes wait a minute is it you can't take off your helmet or is it you can't show your face? Which one is it? Because right uh -huh, there yeah. is him kind of fudging the rules because he takes off his helmet. Yeah, he takes puts off his helmet. helmet. He puts on another helmet, but is that a, is that a loophole or, or is he already starting to fudge the rules already? So that way when he does take off his helmet, he's already one step closer to doing that because he's already uh -huh. saying, I'm, I'm risking taking off my armor because I need to save mm -hmm. the kid. He's already going against something of his right there. Second part of it is, is that he then takes off the helmet. And then I always had that moment of being like, um, but just needs to scan a face, not someone who is a storm. Okay, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I, didn't, what, I didn't get that. No, I didn't because, get it. Because, come on, you are supposed to be someone allowed to, to to so anyone can walk the, into a base as files. long as they have on the, the, the uniform <laughs> and don't get caught anyone can walk into it okay and have a face yeah as long as you have a face you're good um uh so the actor who plays mayfield bill burr the fun thing about him is that he the first time we see him is of course in episode six the prisoner um in this one but the fun thing about the actor is that he's a comedian who has made a career of making fun of Star Wars fans and Star Wars itself, of not liking, <laughs> of, uh, and also saying that he doesn't like Star Wars. And all of us said, now here he is in a Star Wars show. And I think one of the reasons was, was because um, John Favreau would, thought it would be funny for him to be involved because he doesn't like it. it and so I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I, I, I like it, the, the, the character. Me too. And um, I like the... And I like the, the end of the character as well. Like, oh, yeah, you can walk away. It's okay. That was cool. great. But for me, it's something I've noticed. Comedians sometimes make the most, the, one, make really great dramatic actors. Because that scene where yeah. he's talking to, um, and I think it stems from the fact that comedy is very vulnerable, right? You're putting yourself out there to be, basically mm -hmm. have to make people laugh. But that means you have to be willing to make a fool of yourself and not be self-conscious. Mm -hmm. So I think they're willing to, when it comes to doing drama, they have 
they have they're they're willing to be more vulnerable or they're willing to be vulnerable and i've noticed that a lot sometimes with comedic actors you think oh they wouldn't be great at being at being um at being good at drama but they're actually the ones who are already willing to be more vulnerable anyway so that scene where he's talking to vela ness who, who the actor is i think richard burr richard burke and he is he the um he done a lot of things but one of the things he's recently done is that he was in episodes four no seasons four and five as the night king in game of thrones again another game of thrones actor in the star wars universe happens apparently quite often um but that <laughs> is very very emotional that moment where you're like where he's yeah and you see that he's putting up a front right he's not very he's not this guy who doesn't care about anyone who's he he mm-hmm. he he cared and he he's disgusted by Melanes being okay with them um with how callous and un, 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 unfazed he is by all the people who die but oh but the republic the 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 empire won so it was worth it and it's and you can see that that's not yeah. at all how he sees and he also he's the one who blows up the base right in the end he says he blows it up yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think that's what causes car to be like huh okay because i love that moment where she's like talking yeah to, <laughs> to, uh, to like shame that he died and he's like what's going on they're completely ignoring him as if to say you're not here anymore go <laughs> yeah i like that me too that's one of my that was one of my favorite moments um well yeah well now, now we can talk about jedi oh yes episode five jedi which was an episode i was really excited when i realized that because i saw a spoiler that she was going to be the uh, sokotano because it was everywhere like i opened youtube and the first one of the first things i saw was <laughs> dawson as um sokotano Um, I didn't read anything else besides that, but I was super excited because I love the character of Ahsoka Tano. I, Ahsoka, I saw her, I, I, again, watched Clone Wars. So I was really excited. And the fun fact is, is that Rosario Dawson was a fan casting. People wanted, I thought that she, that she was the best choice to play. And in the end, that's what allowed her to get the role. This episode was also oh. directed by uh, Dave Filoni, who is the creator of Clone Wars. So he's directing the character. Again, he's he's directing the character that he created. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and so yeah, I think the, the the fans were right to put her. She's as perfect Ahsoka because it was amazing. I'm excited to yeah. see. I'm excited to see her show, Ahsoka. I I'm I'm excited to see yeah. if it's also going to tie in Rebels because. Um, when she's fighting the the woman i forgot her name um she makes she asks her where is where is admiral a uh, grand grand admiral thron which is a character from rebels and the way that the rebels ended it left it very um open ended like there's more to be done so i'm excited that they're going to finally see the connection the continuation of that would be really cool so i'm excited for that um um But the other thing I thought was interesting about this episode was um, her her um, her hesit her being hesitant to teach Grogu, which is also not something else we learned. We learned the child's name, Grogu. He's still going to be Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah. I was still continue to call him Baby Yoda. No, John Favreau even said that in an interview that people are still going to continue. They still call him Baby Yoda. He's always going to be Baby Yoda. Like yeah. that's something that they call him. Um, So, but what I liked about it was that her hesit her hesitation to um, want to train him. I mean, it makes sense. Like she saw her master become Darth Vader, so she yeah. she has that trauma of witnessing um, what it is to go to the dark side, right? Um, yeah, with someone she cared about. But the interesting thing about that is that. There is in a Star Wars, um, Star Wars Galaxy, right on Disney Plus, which is a series that talks about the filming, behind the scenes filming of of the Mandalorian season. They have the first about the first season where it's split up into various episodes of like um, legacy director, cast, technology, some and so on and so forth. Um, and then you have um, 
and then you also have an, like an basically a documentary type thing for season two. Um, but there, in the episode of Legacies, he talks about how, the importance of like how Anakin needed to be with um, Qui Gon, right? That was the person he needed to train him to be like a father figure to him. So that way he, it, then that would have changed the course of who he becomes, right? And yeah. and it's basically because Qui-Gon was kind of trying to move away from this idea that um, Je Jedis can't have attachments, they can't form attachments, they can't fall in love, they have to be separated because all these things. And, and that it's not exactly true. And I think about it, all the other TV shows I've seen, like Rebels, that kind of are after Revenge of the Sith, anything that happens after that shows Jedi, right? You have mm -hmm. Rebels, you have um, episodes four, five, and six, and so, and also to the, till the sequels, they do fall in love, they do have attachments, and that doesn't cause them to turn evil or something like that. So that maybe the fact that you had to tell Anakin to suppress that is mm -hmm. probably what caused yeah, the issues. The problem. The problem is to suppress and not to to learn how to deal with the the, the feelings and yeah. the, the attachments. But it's not exactly attachments that are all bad. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, if attachments are all bad, then how come you have humans, because it's not just like humanoids and whatever it is, all these other species who are fighting for the good, who aren't Jedi, who have attachments, but they're not all turning evil. So maybe it's not... But I like the fact that you can see that there is a difference between the approach of how seen. But either way, watch that interview. He explains it way better, but it's something that I agree with. Because I remember watching it thinking, but you have Luke, you have um, Kanan and Ezra in a rebel. You have, in, in Rebels, yeah. yeah. And Ray in the sequels. They all have attachments. They all fall in Yeah, I think. So, I think the problem is with emotions, how to, to like, control your emotions, they have to, uh, yeah, this, to control and human, deal with emotions. But that's a human flaw with everyone, like, that is something that everyone, that all, yeah. like, super, all heroes struggle with, right? Like, how to, yes. so it's not the, it was just an interesting way, because you also see how, um, in the end, what's, what stops, for example, Ray from killing Snoke, what stops Luke from killing the Empire are, are the fact that they're able to love, are the fact that they're, mm -hmm. so it's just one of those things, it's like, I, it's, uh, it was an intro, it was something that she's like, I don't want to train him, like, I get where your trauma comes from, but, and, but I like what she said at the end, she's like, but maybe I can't, but someone else can, and she takes time yeah, to go this. off on his journey. Mm -hmm. I also love, this is one of my favorite moments, I adore the moment where he turns to her and said something, laser swords, and I, yeah. love the love on, I adore the amused smirk on Ahsoka's face when he calls them laser swords. She's just like, oh, that's cute. It's one of my laser swords. Laser swords. Yeah, exactly. I just thought it was so cute. I just love her. Oh, that's adorable. Like the way yeah. the, the look that she has on her face is if she's telling him, you're cute. That's cute. <laughs> um, the other thing I also have to comment on is. I think it's this, maybe for him. It's like, oh. Imagine him on the the seeing other Jedi like oh laser sword blue laser sword green laser sword purple oh special I and then he's in the dark saber oh special saber uh, laser sword okay although Ahsoka's is also a very unique colors hers are white that's not I think the yeah the very because usually it's blue green or red or if red you're Sith if you're the Sith and then you have yeah. her um. I think the purple was simply because um, Samuel L. Jackson wanted a different color or wanted purple. I don't think it was like a, a conscious, like there's a reason behind it. I think it was just, he wanted purple lightsaber. Um, and then she chose white, I think to show her neutrality in it. Like she's neither dark nor light and she's not a Jedi. Any no, cause she's not, she doesn't, she doesn't consider herself a Jedi anymore. So that's why hers are white. Um, yeah, it all depends on the the, the crystal, right? The kyber crystal, on the, yeah. On the, yeah. Um. So, but I, I um. But yeah, I also. But my comment is, I want to understand this thing. I wrote. I, I. But I read somewhere that there isn't really a separation like 
obviously for visual visually for the, the fans to see oh, okay this is the, the bad guys this is the good guys but in the the in the story of Star Wars there isn't really a separation like oh you can use this color it's I think it's just because the the Sith took over the 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 mines of red crystal that I don't remember the name and so they took all for them so the the the, the Jedi didn't find so they use green or blue yeah I, I, I read somewhere this explanation I also read somewhere that the reason why the Chris that the lightsaber turned red was because someone spilled their blood onto it so then a way it red for that reason i forgot what exactly i was reading if it was just one specific person that did that and it turned red for that reason um but yeah um what i was gonna say though i don't really i don't really know the reason behind all i know is that the purple was something specifically more to do with samuel jackson wanting purple than it actually had to do with it being a legit a reason for the color and Ahsoka, I know that is white because she doesn't consider herself really a Jedi, so hers become white. Um, uh-huh. uh, and then what I was going to say was, this is something that I remember when I when I first when I introduced my roommate in college, um, and who's still my friend to this day, Caitlin, to Star Wars. We could not stop laughing at the ridiculousness of this idea that they start to come to fight, they have to strip off their clothes and clothes <laughs> and then fight. And then so I'm watching Mandalorian and I'm having the same reaction of huh, it's funny, like they, they you have to they strip to fight. I think there was a quote that we had that we're like, so apparently you have to strip to start fighting or something. <laughs> it was really funny. But it made me think of that of like, yeah, what is this with the removing of clothes and then having to to, uh, to, to fight, right? It's a dramatic effect. I know, but it's <laughs> funny. Um, I is. also like the fact that uh, this is the second time that Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal plays a character who has a weapon that's a spear. Uh-huh. So it was easier for him because he already know how to fight. I don't spear. know if he does, um, if he does remember, because I remember him talking about filming in for Game of Thrones that he was really excited. He learned how to do all the tricks and then they put him in costume and he couldn't move his arms as well. <laughs> and it squeaked so much that he had to ADR everything he said and all the grunts and the, the noises because the costume made so much noise. Um, oh. And that the helicopter... Um, spins that he does, that was his stunt double. That wasn't him. Anytime you see his face on screen, that was him. Um, but yeah, so he has a spear again, but maybe he does have some notion of how to use a spear. But then again, he also has two stunt doubles. So I don't know if it's actually him doing the fight scenes. Yeah, true, true, true. Well, at least he survived. Mm-hmm. I mainly, there's, an, there's a point in the last episode where he's getting his, literally his head rammed against the wall. And I'm like, see, this is why you wear a helmet. <laughs> this time people, no one can crush your head. Apparently people like going for your head. I don't understand. You don't have one of those faces that needs, that I don't, I guess maybe you have one of those faces that screams to be crushed, but I, I think <laughs> Which is sad because he, he has a very pretty face and I don't know why he wants, you know, he got, that's like, he got yeah. his face smashed in like a melon. He got his eyes gouged oh. out in another movie. He was, laser, he was, died in, I forgot how he died in other things, but he's died a lot. Turned into a vampire, then killed again in Buffy. Oh, speaking of Buffy, that's like one of his first acting jobs fun fact there's a line in that where he literally he bumps into Buffy it's like the beginning of season season four episode one she they bump into each other and he turns to her and says did you lose your way and I'm like if that's not foreshadowing I don't know what it is <laughs> and someone came and told him this is the, the way oh apparently there's a movie that he was filming I forget he doesn't say which movie it was that he was filming where this person kept telling telling him where to go and would constantly tell him this is the way and she could, and his his line is but he, she didn't know and apparently I don't think she knew who she was telling the telling this is the way too but he got a he got a kick out of being told this is the way <laughs> so he became a Mandalorian 
yeah. see this is the story of him yeah no i love I, my favorite thing is watching movies tv shows where i know actually hearing seeing foreshadowing in real life of things that are going to then happen like like watching buffy and having someone turn to him and say this is the what did you lose your way it's funny because then you realize later on that's kind of important um yeah he in uh kingsman he has he he's his weapons are a lasso and a whip several years mm -hmm. later he's he not only did he do a wonder woman pilot a year a few years back but then he also is in wonder woman and he's using a lasso i thought that was pretty cool yeah um and then, of course, we get to the council. Can I make a comment? I love the fact that I love it when he goes to get baby Yoda, right? And um, Moth Gideon apparently looks like he's going to allow him to take the kid. My, the whole entire time, I'm like, really? You think, do you really think turning your back on this guy is a good idea? Yeah. Yeah. It happens in, uh, in movies. I hate this. And then, thankfully, he doesn't get killed, and he he ends up with the sword, which the dark saber, which is not not good, not not a good thing. No, no, no. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I forgot to say that I love the scene, uh, uh, because we're talking about the end, basically now. Uh, but I love the scene that they go to Ty Ty Typhon Titan Titan. The planet, the Jedi planet, and he's oh like, yeah. yeah, oh my god, and he sits so the baby Yoda in the stone and start to yeah. So is there a button? <laughs> that I also love. This look, does it look like Jedi for you? That's my favorite thing. He's holding on to the kid and goes, "Does this look Jedi to you?" And I'm like, "That's the so yeah." And put the, the kid there and say, "Yeah, do your do your thing, do your thing." Do whatever he's doing, and then he like goes away, and then he comes back, and he goes, and then like he can't like break the barrier that the kid that the, the, uh -huh. the baby is in, and then he's like, okay, I'll come back to you. I'll come back for you. <laughs> like, is it to say, are we done yet? Hurry. No. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stall a little bit. Hurry. Longer. Yeah, it's really cute. I like. Hurry. It. It's funny. I love this scene. I love. Me too. Scene. I also love the fact that we need that. Um. Um. Fennec Sham didn't die because I love May, yeah. May Now Win. So I was happy she was back. And yeah. well, the one thing I love in the show is the amount of strong female characters. Woman. Yeah. You, what, what. Female characters. I, I, yeah, female characters. Thank you. Because I was, I was doing a mashup with human and woman. I, I can't explain why. Yeah, female characters. Female characters. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Like, that's one of my favorite things. Um, so two things. That reminds me. Um, the episode where the child gets taken, right? This is the episode where we, we see Boba Fett and he's at the Jedi Temple. Yeah. Jedi Temple, we finally, and the child gets taken, right? You need something in order to, the catalyst to have everything happen. Yeah. I yeah. adore the fact that everyone he turns to to ask for help as soon as he says the child is taken, they drop everything to help him. Um, Cara Dune's like, no, I'm busy. I can't help you with this. I can't do this mission. And then he turns to her and says, they took the child. She she's, she's in. Bo-Katan, yeah. same thing. Um, uh, Boba Fett said that they, that him and um, um, Fennec had agreed to help him protect the child or save the child and that's what they're going to continue to do they didn't complete they didn't they didn't complete their promise of helping him right which i thought was very mm -hmm. very you know he has yeah. a code um and then yeah I, I like how this all different characters that doesn't really get along they go for uh, a um common, common goal, goal. I also, my favorite, my other thing I really loved was that um, it reminded me a little bit of uh, Black Widow in the first Avengers where she's like, where Coulson calls her, she goes, I'm going to need you to come in. And she goes, are you kidding me? This, this idiot is giving me everything. And he's like, I'm in the middle of interrogation. And he's like, Barton's been compromised. And she just drops everything because it's, it's the, but it's like the, yeah. the same idea where they're like, nope, we can't help you. But it's, it's the same thing why, um, uh, Mando 
is willing to take off his helmet. There's something more, there's, it's more at stake. There's something more important than their job, their career, whatever it yeah. is. I mean, obviously, um, the, there's also a, a, an interior motive behind Bo-Katan wanting to help him, not only for the child, but also because Moth Gideon. Yeah. But a part of it, one of, the, one of the things that convinces her to try is because it's a child, not just Moth Gideon. So it's like, there's, yeah. a, there's a mixture there for her, but it's still this idea that they all drop everything to help him. And I love the fact that he's literally storming the castle, referencing princess bride i guess but they're storming the base and all the people with the, all the, the the group is with them is all women i thought that was fantastic yeah yeah it's yeah is it all and, women is there one guy because at bokatan the, the guy with bokatan also joined them or is it just a girl i don't remember i think there is another guy there but i completely forgot I that he existed i remember when i was watching that i i i i i i i how can I say oh, you, freaked, you, you felt you, you, you felt you um there was something missing yeah there, there because, was a... because there is two friends of Bukatan and suddenly in this scene was just two and I was like what is that yeah, just a female I think it was just a female I forgot her name but there was just and then the guy that was with them the third wasn't there um I don't really I don't really know all I know is that I love the fact that it was all these women and I love the the massive gun that uh that uh Dune is carrying that was really cool yeah 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 and and now in the end um the Mandalorian says something again that was really funny he turns to 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 Luke and say uh are you a Jedi, are you Jedi? And like, it's the it's a, Jedi. It's the Jedi. It's just, yeah. it's just the more important for the movies. It's the one, it's the Jedi that launched the whole entire franchise. Yeah, well, um, I, I thought that was really funny. Yeah, that was. Um, but uh, I also love the fact that, but also when he's coming onto the ship, I'm like, I think at one point before it's revealed, I'm like, is it Luke? But no, they're not going to do that. How are they going to bring back Mark Hamill? They're, it's too complicated. I don't know how they're going to do that. Maybe it's a fake out. It's not going to be, it's, it's not going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be um, Ahsoka. It's going to be someone else. It's going to be another Jedi. It's going to be someone that we completely didn't even think about. And that's who that's going to, that's going to be. It's going to be another character mm -hmm. from, from, it's going to, another character is going to appear from, from Clone Wars or, um, yeah, or uh, what's it, Rebels. Like, Maybe it's Ezra. I don't know. Like, who's going to appear? I have no idea. Maybe it's Ahsoka. And I'm like, but I can't think of who it is. I'm like, I mean, obviously it should be Luke, but I'm like, but can it be Luke? Because, you know, Mark Hamill's, that movie, the first movie came out when he was, was like 40 odd years ago or more, 50, almost 50 years ago. So, you know. Yeah, I, 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 for me, it was like, oh, they want us to think it's Luke, but it's not. Yeah. It can't be Luke. And then it is. Turns out that it is. And now I really want to know how this fits on the story of the movies because yeah. there is no there is no mention of the child in any other movie that can be no. after the But then the again, the, the other ones the And I really want to know. Me too, but here's the thing. In the other ones, it's been said that Ben goes on a killing spree and kills everyone in the temple. He destroys the Jedi temple that yeah. Luke has created. So, and yeah. then they also don't focus on that in the movies. They're focusing on, because it's, again, it'd be yeah. a lot to focus on that within the time stream. So, the movie. yeah. So there's so, stories to be found there. I mean, it's yeah, still. Yeah, so I want to know if Baby Yoda is alive and is not a baby anymore. Yeah, that's what we're going to find out. We're going to hopefully find out is um, how, how that now fits into the sequels. Right, because now yeah. it definitely has a connection to the it has a direct connection to the sequels. Yeah. So that I'm means really, really curious. I think when they do that, though, they it, they have to be very careful, right? Because they now have to be very careful being chronologically correct. Like where the Mandalorian can kind of fudge things a bit because they're they're characters that don't really aren't part of the movie, so they can kind of move around a little bit better. Like for example, Andor, right, which is about Cassian. Yeah is has a very strict thing like where they for example they can't bring they can't have 
for example, Jin, um, Felicity Jones uh, come, come in as, as Jin, right? She can't appear because there is a moment where they meet, this is where she shows up and that's it. So you, you're really stuck with just um, KSO, K, yeah, K, I think K9SO, um, the robot and, um, the, and uh, Cassian. Those are the two people you know that can be together because you know that they, that's how they started, mm -hmm. that they were a team. Yeah. So that you know, you also know how it's going to end. Everywhere in between that, you also have to be very careful not to break continuity or not to break mm -hmm. yeah. where it's going to go. And now that you've added Luke, you also have that, that as well, where you now have yeah. to explain what happens to Baby Yoda in the context of the, the sequels after everyone's killed. Like, because apparently yeah. everyone dies. He kills everyone, right? Yeah, let's see. Let's like his grandfather, like, 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 like grandfather, right? Like, <laughs> My grand, like grand, really grandfather, like grandson, I guess is the, the, the expression. Yeah. Because they both do that. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. There's a problem in this family. Yeah. Apparently, it skips a generation though, because Luke doesn't do that. <laughs> Skipped over Luke and went on. It skips a generation apparently. Um, <laughs> murderous streak. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it's going to go and it just sucks now that we have to wait until 2022 well at least we will see it's not yes we will see but way. it's still sad because i was like the last the first time I, I i looked up like okay so now i have to wait for the next season when is it going to appear when i saw 2021 the first time i'm like okay so just i have to wait a year it's just gonna gonna probably be towards december it's gonna be fine and then i saw 2022 i wanted to cry but I think it's because <laughs> of the book of Boba Fett they want to launch first and then do Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Which so probably we have means that there's of... something important with Bo Boba Fett that connects to the story of yeah. Mandalorian. We have a lot of new series come up, like the Ahsoka Tano, the Boba Fett one, the Rangers of the New Republic, Andor. Yes. So and not a lot of new stories come up. Yeah. So yeah, they have to deal well with time. Yeah, also you can check time. if you want if you want a, a timeline you can check out our instagram post where we put a oh, star yeah. wars timeline to to help those to help. who stru struggle in your in your journey of through this massive universe um yes so there's a lot coming out there's even a prequel to the prequels that takes place 200 years before the prequels you have it's like the i, I it's like this the i remember of the sumerillion of token that is like the beginning of the beginning of the beginning of the middle earth yeah so there's a lot like also like we're supposed to be like this there was supposed to be a game of thrones prequel that takes place years before the events of the of the movie of the movie of the tv show um so we'll see what's gonna happen and then there's 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 a lot to, to there's a lot coming there's a lot of there's a lot more to this this universe that's going to be expanded upon yes Hello everyone. So if you, if, for those of you not watching, we, this video is obviously recorded after. Uh, the reason why is because when we recorded, this news hadn't come out yet when we originally recorded the episode, but uh, The Mandalorian was nominated for a Golden Globe for Best uh, Drama Television Series. So we couldn't let this episode pass without acknowledging it. As well- Yes, and the, the other nomination was for, um... Screen Actors Guild Aha. Award. This uh, for best stunt team. Mm -hmm. uh, we, with, we have um, Brandon Wayne and Latif Crowder dos Santos who helped Pedro Pascal to create, um, to create the Mandalorian. Uh, and um, Latif dos Santos is Brazilian, yeah. So we wanted to give a little very shout happy out about this, yeah. I yes, mean, of course, exactly. there's a other brilliant team, but um, this, mm -hmm. this also it's those two stand out as the people who helped create the Mandalorian. Um, I personally would have liked for uh, Pedro Pascal maybe to have nom been nominated for best actor because I think he's brilliant, but. Maybe the fact that two other people helped him create the character means he wasn't nominated. Yeah. But that's okay. Either way. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he's still a brilliant, brilliant actor. 
and yes he is portrays the character brilliantly if i haven't said that enough in either of the episodes about the mandalorian mm -hmm. but uh yeah we just wanted to make sure that we included this in our episode because it was important it's pretty cool yeah and we yeah. wish them the best of luck this year yeah good luck good luck so, yeah, yeah so Follow us in yes. the social media, in yes. the Instagram, in the, 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 the... Follow us on all the things. Listen to our podcast wherever your podcast is available. Thank you. Um, please don't, if you're also watching us on YouTube, click, um, click subscribe, click on the bell so that way you're notified when other new episodes come, uh, arrive. Also, um, all our things are on the descriptions for both our, our um, podcasts. Yeah. Is it? yeah so you have everything you can description for our podcast will have links if you have um, if whatever wherever you listen to podcasts gives a description and also you have it on our youtube um, channel we have description with all our links but you can follow us on um, instagram and facebook at prima nerd podcast you can also send us an email at prima nerd 2 at gmail.com and that's it right and you can also follow us also YouTube, which I already said. Yeah. Um, and we see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks for an episode that I'm super excited about. Yeah. It's gonna be very different from what we've done so far. I um yeah. it's it's I'm excited for this conversation. I'm excited to discuss this this very special thing that um I think I'm more excited than it was to talk about Mandalorian. Love Mandalorian, but I'm excited for this one. So uh follow us. This Stay tuned for next week, for in two weeks, not next week, in two weeks. And also let us know what you think. Please comment, share, let people know about our podcast. Let us know what you yeah. think, what um, suggestions mm -hmm. on what you think we should talk about. Uh, we really, we really, really love hearing from you and want to hear more from you. So please share with us. Yeah. And see you in two weeks.